Hey, hey, welcome to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, Aaron. And it's 2.46 in the morning. And even though I came home pretty early, like just before midnight, didn't drive very long today. Only about, what, six hours or so. Normally I put in at least 10 to 12. Like Anyway, did like a half day today. But here I am. Mm. Uh, just been chatting with a friend, like just a friend. This young lady is strictly, like, honestly, just a friend. Never did anything with her. Wanted to do things, but I got friends on from jump with her. And we kind of talk off and on. She's having a rough time, so I've been chatting with her a little bit. And I was watching this, The there's this on Netflix, they have this thing called The Future Of. And so I was watching this one, it was on The Future Of Dating. That was very interesting. I also watched The Future Of Gaming. All I can say is, whew, we're about to enter into a very uh, fascinating but possibly scary world. If it, If the real world isn't already scary enough. This whole AI virtual world, woof, does not. Ooh, my goodness. My kids will have to worry about that. I'll probably be gone by the time it really takes off. I would like to see flying flying cars before I ch- check out of here, but I kind of don't. It's like, y'all need to figure out how Uber can just get the GPS tracking correct when somebody puts their address in. And anyway, uh, their position showing where they are on the map. Let's figure that out first before we uh, do these autonomous flying cars. In other news, man, your friend, I'm going to be a little messy for a minute. A little messy for a minute. Uh, Just be honest. This is the honest, the honesty, honesty segment before we get into Jeremiah chapter 20. Jeremiah chapter 20. It looks like Jeremiah gets beat up. It's kind of sad. Uh, at least it's only 18 verses. So, all right. There's one young lady who I briefly met. I met her on Upward, right? Upward is like the only app that I fooled with in the last whatever year and dating like for real for real. Oh, on Facebook dating. We'll throw Facebook dating on there. But I didn't take that serious. So I met like three women on there and never even went out on dates. It was just like strictly chats on Facebook dating. Alright, so there's this young lady named after a state. Uh, she told me I'm not allowed to say her name. So let's see here. There's a singer named Hannah Blank. Hannah Blank. And that la- that second name, the blank name, is the name of the state. <laughs> Y'all can figure it out. Hey, I promise I wouldn't say her name. So anyway, that young lady, I've been seeing license plates a lot lately with that name on it. Or just isn't been coming up in conversation with people that ride in my car. And I'm like, why am I hearing this name so much lately? Maybe because I think she, think the uh, I can't remember the date of the concert 
Oh, yeah, it was today. Hold on. No, it was yesterday. Yesterday was the, uh, I think it was. Yesterday was the, uh, was the Maverick City Music Concert. With, oh, with Kirk Franklin. I think it was yesterday. I'll have to Google it. Anyway, maybe that's all I was thinking of her. Why or why her name came up so much in just like life stuff. So there's that. Uh, yeah, that would take a miracle. They say never go back to an ex. There's a reason you left, but lately I've been thinking about. But her and I didn't like really date anyway. Like not for real. She's also somebody. It was like a long distance thing that was. It was kind of going somewhere, but it didn't. And then, uh, so then there's Steffi Curry. And I've been, oh, man, I don't know if she still listens to this podcast, but I've been, like, secretly looking at her. Like, I really only use social media to stalk now. I don't, I've been trying to, like, not post a whole lot lately, just kind of lay low. So let me go on to Facebook. I have Facebook deleted from my phone right now, the app. But I can still go to the website. So now let me see if Steffi Curry still has a picture of her and her boo. Because she, it was weird. I don't know how these women go from like one relationship to another one and like be so quick to like, like seriously commit to these dudes. Like, like you just got out of a relationship and now you like seriously dating somebody and you, y'all Facebook official and everything. Like, dang. And like, what does that say about us? <laughs> Like, I was just chopped liver. Like, you could at least take him, like, a six months to a year to, like, I must have not had that much of an effect on you. Anyway. So, I was like, let me look on, let me look on social media real quick. Let me see if they, her and her and the Facebook official boo are still talking. And sure enough, I've been waiting for this moment for a minute. Ah, uh, you shouldn't prey on another person's downfall. But I was like waiting for. It. I was like, I kept telling my brother, like, "Why, watch, oh, dude, he gonna mess up. He gonna do something. He gonna mess up, and eventually, I'll know when he messes up because she gonna take that picture down. Who knows? I could be wrong. Steffi Curry and old dude, uh, Mister Bean could still be dating. I could be totally wrong. They could still be a couple. But why would you take your profile picture down? on Facebook and Instagram and then yeah like yeah my brother and I would talk about how the posts they tell everything everything you need to know alright I'm done being messy uh, <laughs> oh, I'm just being real cause I know all of y'all got everybody goes through this stuff somebody else out there is dealing with the same stuff or you dated somebody and you stalk them afterward, you know, you still, you know, y'all ain't talking. Y'all ain't even Facebook friends no more, but you still looking to see, you know, how their life is turning out, who they dating now, who the new boo is and all that kind of stuff. I know I'm not the only one. I can holier than that all you want. All right. Is there anything else I need to get off my chest? Please pray for me. I'm struggling big time with this issue of masturbation, like big time. I want to quit, but it's like, at the same time, like, God, I don't know, 
the next time I'm gonna get married again. Like honestly, the longer I'm single, the more the whole concept of just staying single for the rest of my life is becoming like I'm becoming okay with the idea of it. At least time forty, that's the goal. Make it time forty. Cause I want to be financially, I want to be completely debt free before I even consider getting married again. I want like all my debt erased, like that alone. And I want to at least own some property and always have my own place. So if things don't work out in between me and old girl, be like, hey, like, in fact, I'm be like, hey, I'm keeping my own place. You can have your own place. You can come over. You can come over. But uh, I'm all I don't know. You can stay here for a little while, but I'm always going to have my own place. I'm never going to experience somebody kicking me out of my own home like ever again. Like, I never want to have to experience that ever again. Um, all right. I've already wasted, not wasted, used nine minutes. But hopefully that helps somebody. Yes, please pray for me because I am struggling big time. Like, I have all this sexual desire and energy. But it's like, on one hand, it's like, okay, God. If I when I don't let it out, when I don't let it out, I end up out here in these streets doing stuff I don't want to do, like going on dates, get get on these dating apps or acting. Yeah, I've been pretty good. Like I haven't like seriously dated anybody or see here. I've only kissed one person since Steffi Curry and I should not have done that. Like, I told you afterwards, like, why did I do that? And anyway, yeah, I want to see her. Her and I last dated in January, I want to say. It was around New Year's, January, February, somewhere around there. It's January. Yeah. January of this year. So what is it? We're in August. So it had been like in this last young lady. Yeah, I kissed like three weeks, a month ago, three weeks ago, a month ago. I can't remember. So it's been, yeah, it's going on eight months. So it's like, yeah, all this yearning and yearning, yearning to, woo, it feel like your head's going to pop off. It's like, God, you gave me all this sexual desire, right, and energy. And I'm trying my best to tame it and not give into it. But when I don't, when I just resist masturbating and, you know, I'm getting real personal. When I resist all that, then, yeah, then I'm tempted to, like, act it out. I'm tempted to do it either way, but it's, like, stronger, even stronger. It's weird because sometimes I'm wondering, like, okay, when I give into it, is that actually making me stronger? Like, is it feeding that flame and making me want to actually act it out with people? It's like a catch-22. So, here we go. My one rule, though, is not looking at porn. Like, yeah, avoiding, and unfortunately, yeah, I was on Twitter, so let me see what Twitter's at, I'm all searching on Twitter, and I'm like, I didn't know they allowed this stuff on Twitter, they like actually had, this basically pornographic activity on Twitter, at least with TikTok, you ain't gonna see nothing like that, you'll see, you'll see, you know, you'll see stuff, but it's covered up. Twitter is like, y'all can see it all. It's almost like Reddit. It's the wild, wild west. Anyway, 
I need help. I need prayer. So there we go. Jeremiah, like for real, for real. I'm going through a lot mentally. All right, Jeremiah beaten by pasture. Pasher the priest. Yes, yeah, is Jeremiah 20. Pasher the priest, the son of Emer, and chief official in the temple of the Lord, heard Jeremiah prophesying these things. So Pasher had the prophet Jeremiah beaten and put him in the stocks at the upper Benjamin gate in the Lord's temple. The next day when Pasher released this dude by Debo, Pasher beating folks up. Uh, Pasher equals Debo. The next day, when Pasher released Jeremiah from the stocks, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord does not call you Pasher, but terror is on every side. Or Magor Misabib. For this is what the Lord says, I am about to make you a terror to both yourself and those you love. They will fall by the sword of their enemies before your very eyes. I will hand Judah over to the king of Babylon, and he will deport them to Babylon and put them to the sword. I will give away all the wealth of the city, all of its products and valuables. Indeed, I will hand all the treasures of the kings of Judah over to their enemies. They will plunder them, seize them, and carry them off to Babylon. As for you, Pasher, and all who live in your house, you will go into captivity. You will go to Babylon. There you will die, and there you will be buried. And you and all your friends to whom you prophesy lies. Jeremiah complete, compelled to preach. Verse 7. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You see in the wall. That's pretty bold words to say to God. I even wrote a note. I don't know when I read this. I have an old note here and it says, have you ever felt deceived by God? Yeah, there's been some times, but I haven't been bold enough to always like say that out loud. I feel like I get struck. All right. You seized me and prevailed. I am a laughing stock all the time. Everyone ridicules me. For whenever I speak, I cry out, I proclaim violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord has become my constant disgrace and derision. Isn't it crazy that the word of the Lord, when God gives you a word of the Lord, you're like, God, why are you telling me this? Why am I, am I, why, why am I the one that has to tell people this? Or why am I the one that, you know, this Christian, like, called out to live this insane feeling life? This for me, yeah, the set apart life, like constant, the word of the Lord has become my constant disgrace and derision. I say, I won't mention him or speak any longer in his name, but his message come, becomes a fire burning in my heart, shut up in my bones. I become tired of holding it in and I cannot prevail for I have heard the gossip of many people. Terror is on every side. Report him. Let's report him. Everyone I trusted watches for my fall. As the rap line goes, they're praying on my downfall. Perhaps he will be deceived so that we might prevail against him and take our vengeance on him. But the Lord is with me like a violent warrior. Therefore, my 
persecutors will stumble and not prevail since they have not succeeded they will be utterly shamed in an everlasting humiliation that will never be forgotten lord of armies testing the righteous and seeing the heart and mind let me see your vengeance on them for i have presented my case to you sing to the lord praise the lord for he rescues the life of the needy from evil people jeremiah's lament may the day i was born be cursed may the day my mother bore me never be blessed may the man be cursed who brought the news to my father saying a male child is born to you bringing him great joy let that man be like the cities the Lord demolished without compassion. Let him hear an outcry in the morning and a war cry at noontime because he didn't kill me in the womb so that my mother might have been my grave, her womb eternally pregnant. Why did I come out of the womb to see only struggle and sorrow to end my life in shame? Hmm. I can't fully say I can relate to Jeremiah, because I ain't out here prophesying to folks like that, doom and gloom, but I can relate to sometimes feeling like, God, yeah, if life is nothing but struggle and sorrow, like, why didn't you just, why did you pick me to, to live? You know, there's a lot of folks, babies, they get, you know, they, they do miscarriages, abortions, other ways, like, why did you, why have you allowed me to live to be 35, you know? I mean, my life, it could always be worse. I've seen other people out here struggling. Like, man, I wouldn't want to trade places with them. But sometimes I'm like, still. I'm not a big fan of, of the, the assignment and the cards I've been dealt. And uh, just my life in general at times, you know? Um, but I try to remain th remain thankful because it could always be worse. It could always be worse. And God has been good to me, very good to me. So, yeah. I can't. Uh, Miss Dulce said I'm not allowed to. To sing that song, I won't complain anymore. So I'll just say it. I'm going to sing it. Maybe I'll come up with a remix for it. All right. Notice the flogging didn't dampen Jerry. I can't even remember why she said I shouldn't sing that song anymore. What was her reasoning for that? I told her that was my theme song. Oh, maybe because this, one of the lyrics is like, All of my good days outweigh my bad days. I can't remember. There was some lyrics in the song that she didn't like. She just said like, oh, I don't know. I still like the song. You know what? Bump that. I ain't even talking to Miss Dulce like that anymore. If she ever hears this podcast or sees me in the streets, you know, I won't complain all right notice the flogging didn't dampen these are tony of his notes notice the flogging didn't dampen jeremiah's commitment to share god's truth he even told pastor the priest who do who so mistreated him that the lord had decided on a new name for him terror is on every side in reference to what this man and his family would experience when god handed judah over to babylon pastor and his family would be deported in part because 
flip the page, Pastor had prophesied lies of his own, perhaps in an attempt to discredit Jeremiah's message. Even though he was probably still in pain from his beating, Jeremiah found his voice to offer a song of praise to the Lord. This caused my and Paul and Silas praying and singing praises to God in the Philippian jail after being beaten. See Acts chapter 16, verse 22 through 25. This is like the prayers of Job, who suffered as much as any person ever has. <clears throat> Jeremiah's emotions are fluctuating in the midst of his distress as anyone's would. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. <sighs> Life for a lot of us could be a whole lot worse. It could be like Jeremiah here getting beat down. And uh, Lord, help us to have boldness like Jeremiah. Even take our smallest bits of faith and multiply it, Lord, that seed of faith, as small as a mustard seed, when you prompted on a heart to, hearts to encourage somebody or give them a word of knowledge or a word of uh, rebuke, if that's in the cards, a word of just um, love and compassion, just telling people about you, God, spreading the, the gospel. Uh, pray, God, for all those also out there that are single and desiring to mingle, but the timing isn't right. Just pray, God, help them to honor you with their eyes and their their bodies, for those of us, yeah, who have these strong, strong, strong sexual appetites, strong sexual um, drive, help us to um, channel that toward good things, Lord, and um, help us not grieve your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that you lead us, you guide us, you order our steps. Pray against that spirit of shame that will come in for those that are currently struggling um, with not maintaining a covenant with their eyes or their bodies, yeah, with lust, any type of pornography, any type of just lust, period. Um, for those dealing with mental health struggles right now and suicidal thoughts, or you know who those people are, you know them by name, I pray God that they would know that you have a purpose and a plan for them, even though they may feel like they're in a dark place or they can't trust anybody. And just running from everything, I pray, God, that they would run to you, Lord. They would run to you. They would run to you and know that you love them, that you're not there to scold them and tell them how bad they are. But you're there to, like a loving father, embracing their child, like the prodigal son or daughter, there to welcome them with open arms, God. And this is the time of grace, the age of grace, God. And I pray that. They will sense your overwhelming grace and from that day forward that it would not be something that we just take advantage of, God. Like a, We would just want to do everything we can, not out of works or striving, Lord, but do everything we can to just honor you, Lord. And to, uh, when we mess up, just come to you, confess, and talk to you about it and ask for help. And we thank you that your Holy Spirit is empowering us to do the right thing, to do those things that you preordained, those good works you preordained us to do before the foundation of the earth, before we were even in our mother's wombs. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you've done, all that you want to continue to do. And blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. 
And Lord, if it's your will for me to go find another church, I'm feeling led to do so. Anyone else out there that's looking for a church home, I pray you lead them to a good, solid church home where they feel loved, accepted, and where they feel like, hey, it's a safe place where they can also give back. They can share their gifts, talents, and abilities with that church family. It won't just feel like a building or feel like a struggle. It will, or with friction, but there just be, it would just be lubricated with love. I know that didn't sound right, but yeah, God, yes. I just pray, yeah, yeah, that's the best word I can think of. Like people's relationships in church, outside of church, and families, and friendships will be lubricated in love and good communication, and just the power of Jesus Christ and your love will just shine through us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I holla. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.